Welcome to The Rep. This is Julie Cortez. On September 13, 2019, I sat down with Nataki Garrett, Oregon Shakespeare Festival Artistic Director and the 2020 Director of Confederates, a world premiere American Revolutions commissioned by Dominique Morisseau. Hi, Nataki. Hi. So can you warm us up just by telling us a little bit about this play, this world premiere American Revolutions play? Yeah. Um, Confederates by Dominique Morceau uh, takes place in uh, two centuries. I'm sorry, in, in two time periods. It takes place in 1865 and in modern days, I guess it's like 2017, 2018. Um, and it takes a look at uh, two uh, African-American women, uh, one who is an enslaved black woman in 1865, another who is a college professor in, um, in the 20 teens and, uh, and looks at the intersections between their existences, um, by using three, uh, archetypal characters that, um, uh, play two different characters of peace, um, moving from time period to time period, each one um, uh, in an interplay around the identity and culture and experience of Black women. And can you tell us a bit about Dominique as playwright and kind of maybe some of what you've talked about so far with her? So uh, Dominique, I, I, I deeply admire Dominique Morisot as a playwright. She is a formidable writer. She has a formidable mind. Um, uh, she is impactful and she uh, writes in particular and is very pointed about writing about black people and, and, and black, the, the experiences that black people have um, and have had in America. Her plays tend to be focused on um, Detroit, which is where she's from. So she tends to uh, focus on Detroit um, maybe a generation or two uh, before her birth and then, of course, since her birth forward. So in this sort of contemporary setting of Black experience um, in the North. And uh, it's, most of that work tends to focus on certain um, uh, time periods or, uh, or or really kind of impactful moments in Detroit's history uh, with moments that have real resonance um, with the progression of black lives and, uh, or, or look for a real kind of deep historical understanding about uh, the impact of, of uh, the power dynamic on, 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 black, on the black experience. Mm -hmm. And no big deal, but she's a MacArthur genius. She is a genius, winner. yes. <laughs> and uh, the first black woman ever nominated for a Tony for best book of a musical? I think, I don't know if she's the first black woman to be nominated for a Tony, but I think she's the first in, in a long time. In a very long time. Yeah, like I think, I, I mean, we'd probably want to look it up, but the mm -hmm. first in probably yeah. like 20 years. Okay, that was yeah. one of those. Yeah. Absolutely. And um, why did she write this play for American Revolutions? Can you speak to that a little bit? I probably would be better to, it would probably be better for me to speak to the impact of this play mm -hmm. on me. I do know that she, uh, so when Lou Bellamy and Alison Carey uh, were talking about the collaboration, they both, the two theaters, uh, OSF and uh, Penumbra Theater in Minnesota, both decided to collaborate on this uh, this commission. And uh, they 
were basing, um, they were asking uh, Dominique to focus on this article that Tennessee Coates wrote called uh, Why Black People Don't Study the Civil War, um, and really kind of look at the way in which uh, mainstream America has uh, has written Black people and the Black experience out of the Civil War, both in denying that the Civil War was fought to uh, either for or against um, ending slavery, um, uh, but also to look at the heroism and the uh, and the um, participation in that war that you know by Black people. Um, uh, Dominique's play uh, is it kind of a, a, a series of questions about that. Of course, uh, the focus is uh, on Black women and Black existence, both in 1865 uh, and also in uh, 20 uh, teens. Um, there, there is this. Um, there are these real kind of important questions about uh, what freedom has brought uh, Black women. Um, and what what freedoms are still not um, uh, being offered to to black women and black experience. Um, and on one hand, you have uh, a, a group of people who rely very heavily on the back of a black woman um, and then and then also uh, feel like they are, are all in some ways being um, um, what is the word I'm looking for? Uh, in some ways, she's not serving them properly. Mm-hmm. And uh, and then on the other hand, you have uh, a, a very formidable black woman in a, in a cir- circumstance in which she has very little or no power at all. And um, and a lot is, is, is also, she's got a lot of responsibility as well to the people around her. And she also doesn't have the tools or the resources to move things along. And then you look at the ways in which... Um, uh, these women mitigate their experience, and uh, and you look at the ways in which they they evolve through uh, their experience of being um, called out for not doing enough in in either way, um, and that's kind of really important to the play. Um, uh, the way in which society relies on marginalized people, uh, and then and then at the same time. Um, continues to tell people who are marginalized that they're not doing enough somehow to serve some sort of greater good, which is to serve the status quo. What is it like, what is different about uh, directing a brand new play versus uh, a more established play? And what do you kind of hope your rehearsal room is going to be like? I think the primary difference is... um, a more established play um, that has been tried on by um, a few uh, actors and um, and tried out by a few creative people and um, and and has has had a chance to exist inside of more than one theater uh, in some ways is um, it knows itself. It's not nascent. it It has a kind of tangibility about itself. It's been uh, rewritten and developed and um, and it and evolved. Um, a new play is like a baby. It's like a newborn baby, you know. Um, it it needs you to help it become what it's going to become. Um, 
uh, not by telling it what to do, but by offering space for it to blossom and evolve and providing um, the uh, the support space that allows it to thrive um, as opposed to sort of, you know, forcing it through some idea that you might have in your head. You have to be very, very clear about how you touch a baby. Um, and you have to also be very um, supportive of how you touch a baby. And the same thing is true with a new play. You have to be clear in your in what you're trying to do with that baby. And you have to be supportive as that baby exists in its own, as its own entity. It is, it is, it is its own embodiment of something. A play is similar. A play is... Um, has to exist on its own and discover itself. And your job is to steward the process by which it discovers itself. That's, well, that's my job. <laughs> and what about the process for um, all of the artists involved in creating this? Because this play deals with some, you know, rather traumatic history and present reality. So I'm just curious about how that comes into the room and how that's addressed in the room. I uh, I don't know um, because I, my, I I tend to put together creative teams for myself based on some sort of gut sense. Um, sometimes it's about like you know who that artist is and what they do and like why how that uh, that art might impact. Um, but sometimes it's just like um, I wonder what Nina would do with this story. Mm-hmm. You know, a kind of curiosity about what they do. You know, what I've seen them do or you know, or if I've worked with them before, um, or a conversation I might've had with them or about them that, uh, that I, I really rely very heavily on my intrinsic self, uh, when I'm casting and when I'm, uh, and when I'm putting together a creative team, I really do. I really kind of like, let my guts speak to it. I don't know. I just have to trust that my guts know something. What do you hope audience members will bring into this space? And what do you hope they'll take out of it once they see the play? Well, I think one of the things that's really important for this audience in particular, so they've had several years of working on new material and they've had several opportunities to serve that new material. Um, But I'm not sure if they're always clear about what it means to really support the evolution of a play, the development of, of a play. Um, uh, but I also think that what's important and it's going to be really important for this audience is that the play is not here to serve them is that they are really here to serve the possibilities of a new play Mm -hmm. and what it might bring to the world what it's what it's really trying to offer, what it wants you to know, what it point what its point of view is, um, and is the does a playwright you know like I've I've, I've um, I'm I'm often stunned when there's surprise that a that a new play is not so fully formed so as to be perfect in all of the ways, and yet our namesake playwright, you can see in the evolution of his work the ways, the places where he's working out an idea. And and then you see the evolution of that idea in a completely different play that every single play that was ever written went through a developmental stage. And so my, my hope and desire for my stewarding audience in particular is that they're prepared to receive what this play is, is trying to do. And they're, um, 
They actually want to be a part of that. Um, now, of course, you know, Dominique is a MacArthur Award winning playwright uh, who was nominated for a Tony recently, uh, who has a formidable career in, in, in film and television and has a full body of work. She's not new at this. She knows exactly what she's doing. But the play itself has to have a life and the play itself has to have a space to evolve. And, and what better place to do it than with our amazing, talented company here at OSF mm -hmm. um, uh, amongst these, these people who come back to see the work who come back, they go twice, three times, four times, just to experience and witness the development of a production over time. Um, and I'm, I'm excited about our audience because they're, then they're trained in some way. They already know what they're doing. But to be really conscious of what it means to support a, a, a work, a, a play, um, from the beginning, um, at the beginning stages. The impact of the play, I'm hoping, is that they... Uh, for those people who, for whom this play represents something about their background or their ancestry or their um, a way in which they they understand themselves to be in the world, either they're because they're you know because they come from African American ancestry or because they're they're a woman or whatever it is, that they have an opportunity to reflect on their own experience that they can actually like sit in a room and go, yeah, that play in some ways reflects my life. Mm -hmm. And for uh, the people who don't, um, um, whose identities are not connected to the characters, um, I, I hope that they have a chance to witness mm -hmm. somebody else's experience mm -hmm. and they have an opportunity to engage in that experience and, and um, evolve and connect uh, to their own humanity, deepening their humanity and deepening their capacity for empathy. Um, just because you get to experience somebody else and witness their world and know something about yourself, not in reflection, but in relationship to their world. Well, this is kind of one of my go-tos if um, I want to get to that, but um, why this play and why now? Mm. We are in a very interesting transition in our cultural, political, social world. We are, um, we're like tectonic plates. You know, there's always going to be a few kind of terrible earthquakes. We are doing terrible things to one another in our humanity, and we are becoming more and more selfish. And this play reminds us that we've already come down this road and that we, we need to, to really start to think about who we want to be and what kind of world we want to leave for the generations that come behind us because this world right now cannot be reflective of our true and deepest values. It really cannot. Um, and I think that's part of why it is so treacherous, because we have to kind of, we have to go through this really kind of dark time. Um, my father likes to say, the pendulum swings out, but it always swings back, you know? And so the force of the pendulum coming back is always, whew. <laughs> but on either side, it's coming back, you know? And so the force coming back is going to be even stronger, but we gotta go all the way back, past where we were, 
in order to get all the way back out to something that is um, hopefully more reflective of of who we want to be as humans um, and who we want to be to one another. And so this kind of play, this play about the Civil War and also about the 20 teens, this play is asking us to take a look at a time when we were fighting for who we were and we were fighting for our identity um, uh, and that perhaps we might want to go back and revisit some of the stories we've told about that time and be more inclusive of all of the people and all of the ways in which we were fighting for our hope and our survival for our future, which was what the Civil War was. You know, the Civil War was a was a battle of of it was a you know a battle of of commerce and a battle of capitalism, but it was in in its essence it was a battle of our ideals and and our values. And um, uh, here we are again. In a, in a sense, is that kind of the essence of American revolutions in a way, too, that all of these major changes are all battles yeah. of our ideals? I think they are. I do. I agree with you. And I also wonder if uh, I also wonder if American revolutions, because sometimes it does feel like it's, you know, going back to look at these times, looking at tumultuous times. Sometimes it's about celebrating that we we actually were able to do something. And sometimes it's really about like. Do you really want to go back to that? Are you sure that's who you are? Because it looks terrible. Why would you want to make that great again? Well, do you have anything else you want to add, Nataki? Anything else you'd just like people to know about this play or this production? Um, it's funny. <laughs> um, oh, it's not funny. It's like it's not a comedy. It's a it's a it's a humorous because it allows you to have that recognition laughter where you where you see yourself in circumstance and you go <laughs> I hate it when that happens um it's it's uh it'll it'll tickle you a little bit as it as it it'll tickle and teach at the same time do you get particularly tickled as someone who's worked in academia too yes i mean you know when you go back and you like you really think about some of those stories and you really think about you know, when you're looking into the eyes of somebody who you know in 20 years is going to look back at this conversation and the impact that you're making right now is so important and you just don't want to mess it up. But there's a part of you that's like, come on, kid, get it together, you know? <laughs> come on with me into the future. Come on, it's not that bad. Um, but you can't, you know, because you have to be human. Absolutely. Well, Humane. Thank you for that. And thank you for this conversation, Nataki. I'm so excited about this play. <laughs> thank you. I'm so excited about this play, too. Thanks a lot. And that's it today for The Rep. Check out the rest of this series for more exciting interviews on our 2020 season. And don't forget to follow us on Facebook, Instagram, and Twitter at OSF Ashland.